Welcome to Grand Turbo MoneyCast, where you will hear the answers to many of your investment questions. The material you are about to receive is neither a solicitation nor an offer to buy or sell any securities. Please remember, all investments bear risk. Now, on to our show featuring Gregory Anderson, CEO of Granderson Wealth Management Group in Denver. Hi, everybody. I'm Steve Koch, and we're here for another episode of Grand Turbo Moneycast. This happens to be the 12th episode, and we have Gregory Anderson here as usual. Say hi, Gregory. Hello. Good morning. We're going to be talking about recession today. We're going to be talking about what it is, how it affects your portfolio, if it does affect your portfolio, um, why it matters, why this is a hot topic. Um, and we will eventually have an investment tip of the month. Is that right, Gregory? That's correct. Okay, right at the end. So make sure you stay tuned for that. So let's get on with it. Gregory, let's talk about what a recession is. Uh, why is this important right now? We're seeing a lot of talk across the board from economists, investors, and also individuals just concerned about uh, recession because it's in the forefront. Uh, we've been talking about it since uh, 2022. And the definition, of course, is the gross domestic product, uh, what we produce the, in the economy, uh, was down for two quarters in 2022, ever so slight. Uh, and that really constitutes what uh, has been a recession in the past. So now when we have these positive quarters where we've had positive gross domestic product, uh, there's, there's still question because we have another element that's risen in the economy as well, which is more monetary policy, which addresses the interest rates. So we've seen a significant increase in interest rates over the last eight to nine months. And uh, we're looking to see uh, what happens in the next uh, week or so with the Fed if they're going to raise rates again. Okay. So that has so, an effect on the, on the overall economy <laughs> and productivity of the economy, what, what's being produced. So the definition continues to change, Steve. Okay. But generally accepted uh, two straight quarters of negative growth in the GDP, Correct. which of course is an oxymoron, negative yes, growth. Negative growth. <laughs> <laughs> and who measures that GDP anyway? I want to I, I meet that guy. How does he figure out how yeah. the entire country is growing or not growing in terms of how much it's producing? Yes. Um, anyway, <clears throat> got to take their word for it that they know what they're doing. Correct. Uh, and and that's said, what all the information, that's what we, that information it determines how companies will uh, react to the economy. Right, because companies are making decisions on these economic reports. Correct. Uh, and so if they find out that we're in a recession, they're thinking people aren't going to be buying. Correct. We need to scale back. We need to stop ordering as many goods and services, right? We need to. And more importantly, Steve, it's also employment. So if they're cutting back on production, 
then that means they need less workers. Mm-hmm. So in turn, that means the unemployment numbers go up as a result. Okay. But so far, unemployment, I mean, employment is actually strong. Employment is incredibly strong. Yeah. Um, so you right s- now, unemployment's it, at 3.5%. We haven't seen anything like this. Is, is, it, is it fair to say that employment is almost single-handedly propping up our, uh, our, our economy right now? To an extent. And also, the consumer is a little bit more confident, uh, not as much as it was when their pockets were full with stimulus money. But uh, we're, we're seeing the... It, it, it's... It's a situation where unemployment numbers continue to improve where we may not think it should be improving uh, as a result of what's happening with the economy. Okay. Um, How surprised have you been in the way the economy has evolved in the last 12 months I, when we talked, we, we touched yes. briefly on the topic of recession like six, eight months ago, something like in, in one of our podcasts. Correct. Uh, uh, and in fact, for people who are listening to this, they can go to grandersonwealth.com and see an entire list of all the podcasts that we put together. And if you're interested, you can look for the one. I can't remember the exact title of the podcast, but it's, it talks about inflation. Correct. That was our inflation topic. Inflation and recession. And, we, and we touched on recession. And, uh, and we did and get the definition. And, and your question to me was, are we in a recession? I said, yes. Uh-huh. By but, definition. Yeah. By but, definition. But to, to where you're going with your question is, yes, my, I'm surprised. My clients are surprised. Uh, there's a dichotomy in regards to going to the grocery store or going to the service station to get gas where you're seeing these higher prices and it's it it causes it's a cause for concern it's a cause for concern because when you're in a economy that is doing well we would think that you're not going to be adversely affected by prices. And we all are right now. And as a result, uh, people are very concerned. But I would also say that with companies, the earnings have continued to be strong. Uh, We're uh, in the midst of uh, the fourth quarter reporting of earnings, which have been surprisingly positive. And yes, there is... I am. I am amazed. I am amazed. Yes. To, to answer your I question, mean, we, I am we had, amazed. We had. We had. We had that brief, mild, almost unnoticeable recession early in 2022, and then uh, quarters three and four, we ended up with surprisingly strong growth in the GDP. It was like two and a half percent, and then two point nine percent, or something yeah, like that. Correct. Three three point two in the yeah, third yeah, quarter. Two yeah, right point, around. Yeah. Two point nine, as you said, mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter of twenty two, and these are reflective of positive, positive economic news. Mm-hmm. Very positive economic news, and okay. so as we move into twenty twenty three, then that is pause for concern and. 
maybe some of this increase in interest rates slowing down the economy and hoping for a soft landing. And in the next week or so, we'll find out if we're going to see interest rates increase by the Fed, if that's going to be a quarter of a point or if it's going to be a half a point. And that will have an effect on the overall markets, per se. Okay. So the threat of a recession is affecting the Fed's um, decisions, uh, their thinking, their analysis on on whether or not they want to raise rates and by how much. That's correct. And that's more of the monetary <clears throat> policy that's it, that changes what it costs to borrow to buy a car, what it costs to borrow to buy a house, and also for businesses, what it costs for businesses to expand their business. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and again, uh, for people who are listening out there, we have talked previously about how interest rates affect your investments uh, and how the Federal Reserve's huge, sudden, uh, pretty dramatic growth in interest rates recently have uh, affected the stock market negatively. Correct. Um, So you can go back and check on that, uh, listen to those podcasts if you're interested in more details on that. Um, But it sounds like the Federal Reserve is doing a real balancing act here with inflation, looking at inflation, looking at the possibility of a recession. Um, is it, uh, does the Federal Reserve almost single-handedly have uh, the responsibility for a recession if, if one comes? Well, it's the is aftermath. That, is that too much? I to think say? it's a, I think it's the aftermath. Is that you see these significant increases in interest rates dramatically over a short period of time, and maybe it was a little bit too much, too fast, is mm-hmm. what I think. Oh, uh, right now, at four and a quarter to you know four point seven five is where we'll maybe land. I mean, that's the current rates. Um, Expectation is maybe 5% nominal rate um, by the end of this year, which um, will also also the possibility of them decreasing rates as well because it's happened sure. so quick, quickly. So, yes, I think that it does have a cause. There is a cause and effect in regards to rates. And it's, it's a delicate balancing act, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. So and, and they almost have to be perfect with it, the balance, correct. or we're going to end up with you know, one of two evils: the inflation or recession. Correct. Which is worse, by the way? I think <laughs> for investors. I, for investors, I think it's 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 actually good. And the reason why I say that is that prices you never see prices come back down. It seems like once the prices go up. Consumer prices, prices. Consumer prices uh-huh. go up. They stay relatively the same. Sure. And as a as a as an investor in that company, you'll you'll benefit from that. Mm. Okay. Um, to put things into perspective, can we talk about uh, previous recessions? Sure. Uh, can you give us a little bit of history of recessions in terms of how? How long they His, last? Historically, how his, often? Yeah, <laughs> since uh, I think it's like 1850s, uh, it's about 17 months is the average uh, recession. 17 months. 17. 
since the 1850s. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's have the, they, that's they, the, from peak to trough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, and a recession, I guess a recession ends as soon as you've got a, a, a right. quarter of positive right. GDP. Correct. Technically, right. that's the way it is. And it's being <laughs> redefined. It's being redefined because we've, we've got a lot of different variables that play into this. But for historical purposes, 17 months. But as recent as the last 40 years or so, recessions mm-hmm. have been about 10 months. Okay. So it's come down. So the shortest, of course, was in 2020 at the beginning of the pandemic. That was the shortest recession. Wow. Okay. Um, are we? Due? Because everything stopped. So twenty twenty. There was nothing that was being produced. Here we are, three years later. Are we due for another recession? Well, if you're looking well, at expansive economies, <laughs> <laughs> we can go back to uh, two thousand nine or so, and up until twenty twenty, which was you know that's one hundred and twenty eight months, I guess, or something like that. So that's an expansive. So during that period, there were no, uh, uh, you know, recessionary periods, as we're defining two quarters in a row mm-hmm. of negative GDP. And if we have a uh, an average recession of ten months, that's about three quarters. Yes, between three and three and four quarters. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Um, a little bit ago, you you kind of gave us a silver lining to an inflationary period for investors, which is companies raised their prices Mm -hmm. and they continued to charge those prices, which eventually turns into profits for the companies. Turns into profits for companies. Is there a a silver lining to recessions? Well... (laughs) (laughs) I I really don't see that as uh, a silver line. I think it's really more reflective is like a, w- what can we do to come out of this, which would be maybe we have to lower interest rates. So from a consumer standpoint, to borrow money, to buy a house, for example, interest rates would go down. Mm-hmm. So that that would be the silver lining. Mm-hmm. So prices would come down. And what and what we're trying to do is combat this inflation mm-hmm. situation. And if uh, prices come down, that's always great for the consumer. So then you have to say, well, okay, well, um, so these companies are making money with these higher prices, but maybe sacrificing uh, employment numbers in terms of downsizing their staff, which can also contribute to unemployment mm-hmm. yeah <clears throat> we've seen news uh, speaking of employment mm-hmm. we've seen news of massive layoffs in some big prominent uh, companies that have a huge impact on on the economy correct um, despite all these layoffs we've got a pretty healthy as we said earlier Employment rate. Correct. Uh, there's, a, there's a disconnect there in my mind. It is, can, there is, can you solve that for I, me? I can't solve that one. <laughs> that, that one is a little bit difficult because if you're having major corporations downsizing their staff, and I don't know if it's because of 
the pandemic situation where they staffed up. They felt it was important to staff up. Maybe stimulus money for the corporations has dried up as well. So that's one of the reasons why they've decided to uh, downsize or cut the staffing. Are layoffs good or bad for um, stock prices? I think it's good for stock prices. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good for stock Can you prices. Explain because, why? well, the reason being is so we talked about the prices, inflationary prices. So that's the revenue side. So you have expenses that you offset, and mm -hmm. employment is one of those expenses. So Huge expense, yeah. Yeah, and if you're able to reduce your employment numbers, then that goes right to the bottom line. And, of course, that's profitability for the stock, which causes stock price to go up. Yep. Okay. Um, can the government do anything to help avert a recession? Federal Reserve can, yes. and you said the Federal Reserve, and I think that can, that would be included in the decrease, government. So decrease interest rates, right? Yeah, sure, it would be right. Monetary policy. Are there policy. other 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 agencies within the government that you can think of that might help be able to help avert a recession? Well, I I don't the currently with the stimulus drawing up a lot of the money that was uh, provided to individuals mm -hmm. that was great for mm -hmm. the economy and that's more fiscal um, but there's also the unemployment side of that too is that from a government standpoint you've got more cost associated so and you have less revenue or less taxes that you're collecting and you're having these greater outflows so I don't really see anything that um, can uh, definitely benefit uh, the economy from from the government side in the recession, except for the monetary policy. Okay, <clears throat> and inflations tend to be global. Do recessions also tend to be global? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. So, so absolutely. So we're, I think, uh, abroad. If you look at Europe and Asia, those, I think, they're definitely in recessionary periods as well. And I think theirs are probably going to be a lot longer than ours. So we're going to be a country that leads the rest of the world out of this recession. Okay. Well, th that's good news. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about investments within a recessionary period. Okay. What are some good ones? What are some bad ones? Well, I'll tell you that utilities would be good. And the reason being is this is a needed industry, regardless of profitability with, I should say, not profitability, but the expansion of the economy or contraction of the economy because people need uh, energy. If it's utilities uh, for your home office, you're still going to have to pay for that. Regardless, there's no way to get away from um, the the cost of uh, any kind of utilities. It, okay. it's, it just happens. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things that's what we call recession proof. Yeah. All right. Um, so another industry which continues to uh, profit in a recessionary period are the sin stocks as well. Really? Yes. Talk about that. Well, regardless of... This, this downturn, people will either they'll continue to use alcohol or tobacco or uh, gaming as, uh, 
as a way of maybe seeking uh, relief, which is more of a psychological aspect. Hmm. Okay. Do you endorse the investment in these sin stocks? The opportunity <laughs> to make money, we're, I'm always about making the money, but uh, we have clients that don't want to uh, partake in those types of uh, investments, and we're able to segregate those out. Mm -hmm. Okay. And getting back to the investment in utilities. Yep. Utilities would be another one. I uh, wanted to, you know, we were trying to live this up a little bit with the casino uh, <laughs> or gaming or uh, the sin stocks, as they're known. But I, real estate is also an interesting aspect as well with the interest rates that are um, are higher and people are seeking opportunities for a little bit higher rate of return and you can get those with real estate investment trusts for example okay and and uh, my question about the utilities was mm -hmm. how do people invest in utilities Is, aren't there utility uh, stock oh, funds oh absolutely okay. excel mm -hmm. energy or excel. public service um, there are exchange traded funds uh, that specialize in utilities mutual funds to get a little bit more diversification so Yes, absolutely. There's okay. there's ways but, of directly investing with an individual company as well as many companies that are in the utility industry. Okay, uh, but um, we are all aware of how uh, uh, utility bills have increased. People for various reasons those they've gone up a lot lately, and it's been in the news, and people are outraged, and people want government. Um, they want to, interference is the wrong word, intervention. <laughs> they want the government to intervene on their behalf and get these utility companies to stop charging such high prices. So uh, is that going to have a dampening effect on the utility's ability to grow and the stock's value to increase? I would say no. Really? You don't think the government's going to intervene no. that heavily? No. So the Public Utilities Commission, they have the ability to regulate the utilities. And part of that includes profitability for the utility. Mm -hmm. So maybe instead of being 10%, maybe there would be a reduction in that, in that profit. You know? So they're saying, okay, this is what it cost us to supply the energy to our uh, consumers. Maybe maybe there there could be, but I don't see that happening. I really don't see the public utilities or government intervention to help. Mm -hmm. I think it's really um, because owning the utility, you want profit. As an investor, you want the profit. It's fair, right? And so the Public Utilities Commission they they regulate the utilities, and as a result, I really don't see that happening. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Did you have a big utility oh, bill I, last month? <laughs> almost triple. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm, I'm with you. And then the electricity <laughs> that's coming down the road later on this year, they're talking about an increase with uh, XL. So almost yeah. enough to send us into a recession. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Totally. So on that topic. Right. Well, and see, that's inflationary, right? Yeah. Uh, what's your opinion on the timing of? of recession first of all do you think there's a wide range of thoughts right now among all the master economists they disagree 
Are we headed into a recession? Are we not? You probably have an opinion that you can share. And when you do, can you also tell us how you're thinking about an impending recession might enter into the timing of somebody's investments? I'm very optimistic and I am very reflective of what's happened thus far with the stock market, particularly also with the bond market. And last year, 2022, was a devastating year as an investor in the equity markets, except for a few sectors. And I believe that we will probably not see a recession in 2023. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's my that's my thought process. So- I, I think that um, and with the markets, with you know, particularly the equity markets, will uh, will be the leader, and they all you know, equity the stock market is always the leader in terms of a leading indicator, and I just don't see the recession coming into play in twenty twenty three. Okay, sounds good. Um, uh, uh, we'll have one more question for you okay. before we get into the investment tip of the month. Alrighty. Um, and the question is kind of a deep one. If I am essentially a long-term investor, do I even care about this topic? Absolutely not. <laughs> and the okay. reason being, the reason being is if we're long-term investors, we're taking advantage of highs and lows in the market. So we're systematically making investments. Uh, it could be high, it could be low, but over the long term, and long term, it, it could be five years, five years or longer. You are going to benefit from these lower prices. So right now, as we move into 2023, I believe this is a great time to be investing. So with all the cash that's on the sideline, this is an excellent time to strategically, uh, or the, st- the strategy, of course, is long-term investing, but looking at different industries that will provide you with maybe higher rates of returns. And energy, which was up 65%, uh, that sector was up 65% in 2022, whereas the overall market was down about 18%. Uh, we did see about a 33% decline over the summer in the S&P. But yes, absolutely, it does not matter. The recession mm-hmm. does not matter because okay. it creates the great opportunity. So good time to invest. Yes. If I have $10,000 in cash right now, mm-hmm. should I dump it all into the stock market right now? Or should I dribble it in? kind of a portion I would if you if you have a commitment like that I would say maybe over the next three months you know three months yeah kinda, yeah just so divide it into three installments exactly as hmm. I believe because when we look at the end of 2023 I'm seeing a positive rate of return for the overall stock market and as a result uh, if we're systematically making these investments as say a third a third yeah, yeah, for the first three months of 2023, this is going to provide a great return. Yeah. And just to remind people, that's ba- the basic concept. Of Correct. Dollar, of dollar, cost. dollar cost averaging. Yeah. Exactly. And that's and that's mm-hmm. the and I think that's a great question. It's uh, in regards to what is your time horizon? Mm-hmm. Now, if you're saving for a down payment on a house, which is maybe in the next couple years, 
maybe the stock market is not a great place to be because mm-hmm. you have to make you have to ensure that those dollars are going to be there. You want to get a great rate of return, and there are great ways to do that for cash right now. Um, interest rates are higher than we've seen probably in the last six seven years. So, um, so it just depends on where what you're using the money for and what your timing is. Okay, great. So now to the big part of the show, the investment tip of the month. All right, thank you very much. I'm happy. I'm I'm very bullish on one particular sector, uh, technology, and oh, okay. I I because it was depressed in 2022. Absolutely. Interest rates. Uh, Starting to stabilize, maybe even coming down um, um, third or fourth quarter of 2023 creates a great opportunity for the technology sector. I like a particular company, NVIDIA, uh, that uh, provides really artificial intelligence, AI, and this has to do with uh, computing. It has to do with uh, autonomous driving cars. They, they provide uh, that, uh, 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 those particular systems, robotics, and um, just creative design. So if a person is probably grew up in the gaming industry, they had uh, NVIDIA cards in their computers. And so they've taken it even further to really make this artificial intelligence a, um, uh, a reality. How long has NVIDIA been around? It's been around since, uh, I want to say, the like 80s, I believe. It's, really? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I never heard of it. Yeah, NVIDIA. Yep. Hmm. All right. What's the N-V-D-A. stock do you know? N-V-D-A. N-V-D-A. D-A. 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 We're definitely going to watch that along with the rest of the technology sector yes. in the coming months. Okay. And and um, before we sign off here, real quickly, do you want to give us a prediction for what the stock market is going to do in the calendar year of 2023? I definitely believe that we should see uh, at least single digit, uh, if not maybe low teens as far as rates of return, no more than 12%. That wouldn't be a bad total return for one year, would it? Right. Great. Okay. Well, thanks for talking to us about the recession and giving us all the the ins and outs of a very complex topic. Um, And we will look forward to the next podcast. Thank you very much, Steve. And Stephanie, as always, you do a great job. You've been listening to Grand Turbo Moneycast, where we discuss some of the most important investment issues affecting your portfolio. Check back regularly for future editions of Grand Turbo Moneycast. And for more information, go to grandersonwealth.com. Have a good day and a grand portfolio.